Kleber's trying to get you to come over and give him a massage or something like that. He knows I want a <laughs> Oh my goodness. That, that looks like Saturn if it lots one of its rings. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fairies and fairettes? What's cracking? What's happening? What's going on? Oh, man. Crack open those 911 deals. We're, we're about to get on the roller coaster of a podcast right here. I'd like to first welcome, uh, we have a new guest. Uh, hmm. Let's see. What do I say about this guy? Uh, he's a savage. He's my friend. He's a, he's a new person. He likes to stir. Jared's miming something to me right now. I don't know what's going on. He likes to eat. Is that what you're saying right now? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Cliberte Savage, Senior Esquire the Fourth, welcome to the show. And yes, again, my brother, Mister Jared Landry, back at it again with the NASA sweatshirt and the the curly cues on top. First of all, foremost, I got to read some shout outs here. I got some pretty dope information right here for you, ladies and gentlemen. I would give a shout out to these countries that have been listening to the podcast. This is huge. So not only does the U.S. pay attention to the Why You Laughing podcast, but we also got Ireland, Mexico, Germany, Denmark, Canada, United Kingdom, Australia, Malaysia, and Sweden. It's insane. It is absolutely insane the number of people that are listening to this thing. Do you understand how ridiculous this is? It makes no sense. Do you believe that? And you was reading that today. I was like, I, I can't believe it. I just can't believe it. I can't believe it. I, I love doing this stuff. I appreciate y'all just shouting all you out in all those countries I just read. Much love, much appreciation. Like, review, rate, you know. And I want to thank all my guests that come on the show frequently, such as you guys. Much appreciated. Thank you. And uh, welcome to the Why You Laughing podcast, my friend. Season three. We're still in season three. Oh, wow. Let's go. I know, man. It's nuts. It's nuts. Yeah, man. How are you guys doing? You good? What's up with you, Cleaver? I mean, you and I talked previously, obviously, but like, what's uh, has this thing affected? The... Whatever at this point. Yeah, man. It's I've never, you know, essential worker, so I never even stayed home. Same. Let's say all of us really. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, Jared, you had to stay home for a little while. I just stay home, and it wasn't even my fault. I just stay home because my parents. <laughs> I mean, everyone's safe and help, safe and healthy now, but yeah. <laughs> I forgot about that. Guilty by association on that one. Jared was like, "Don't tell nobody," but I went out once. I was like, <laughs> well, I actually was good about it. I didn't leave the house for two weeks. That's that's. I think, I think I was like averaging like a podcast a day that whole the whole two weeks too. Yeah, bro, come on. What do you who do you think you're dealing with here? Obviously, she's old Pete's man. Can you believe that though? Like, I, I I never in a million years imagined that. Like, wow, I have different countries listening yeah, to you, this show. I was like, all right, Mexico and Canada kind of makes sense. They're North America. They might get exposed to it. And you threw, you threw Ireland, UK, and Denmark. I was like, okay, buddy. Um, Calm yourself. I, your I, I, I'm trying. I don't know how it happened. Where's that, where's that why are you laughing stock? I got to invest, bro. Seriously, bro. I was like, I can't, you know, the show must be that interesting, I guess. I don't <laughs> It must it be. You know what it is? Is that a lot of people, especially, you know, you guys come in, in the clutch. You know, Jared is always coming in the clutch for the show. And, you know, we we just talk about stuff, man. We talk about things that matter. We talk about things that are uh, interesting to us. We tell stories. We give life advice, even though we have no business doing it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, right. If you follow this podcast, you might want to unfollow and just come back frequently, you know, like <laughs> like you're crossing countries or something like that. Like you're on the fence. <laughs> you don't know what you're doing. The why are you laughing? Flip a coin and see what happens. Ah, <laughs> uh, Cleaver, I'm so happy you're on the show. Thank you for coming, my friend. I appreciate you. Oh, there's the kid. Me and Jared were talking about children earlier before the podcast, and. Uh, I think in the back of my mind always, I'm like, you know, I wonder what it must be like for parents these days having to to raise children, like, especially right now in this environment. It's like, how? Like, how do you do it? I mean, it's especially with the, the virus and not being able to go places and do things. Has it been tough for you, bro? Just keep trying to keep him busy. Yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Keep him occupied. Yo, dude, if he keeps watching Spider-Man, he'll be all good. There's plenty of content out there that keep kids entertained nowadays. True. YouTube. Yeah, dude. YouTube's the best, bro. It's it's everything. I I have a a personal friend of mine that does YouTube for a living, actually, and he just hit like 2,000 subscribers or something like that. And it's crazy to think that like he's a childhood friend of mine and now he's kind of reaching great lengths and just by doing videos, it's so insane that, you know, I mean, we, we didn't even know what YouTube was back in the day. It wasn't even a thing. It didn't even work right. YouTube was like fail videos and never worked properly. You couldn't load anywhere. Buffering for days. Bro, the top... The top thing was like 480p. Yup. AOL. <laughs> Yo, nuts. Absolutely. And it's crazy. It's it's just like the, the stuff that comes out. You know, you I, I was talking to a friend of mine a few podcasts ago. He was telling me that like he remembers the days when he would have to buy attachments for his camera. Like to do, you know, videos for skateboarding or whatever it may be. And now everyone's phone comes equipped with all of that for free. Yeah. GoPro was a thing. Like it was not affordable. <laughs> no, no. And now it just, it's, it comes attached, you know, that's crazy. And they, had, they had like maybe one option for GoPro back then when it first came out. Yeah. You know? Hey, they can just about, just about do anything with them. It's crazy. Yeah. Did well, you, you want to go on a glacier? Go ahead. We got one for that. <laughs> you, want go, you want to go scuba diving? We got one for that. Nailed it. Did y'all ever use GoPro? No. I've always wanted one. I couldn't justify it because I did not do anything exciting. Even though I might get one for my car, like a car mount one. Mm. My car is up and running. All right. All right. What's going on? You never did like any uh, snowboarding or anything like that, Jared? I think I did like two years of snowboarding, and then I broke my leg. Oh. That was, that was be- I think that was before GoPros came out. I was 15, so we're going back 12 years. Were GoPros out 12 years ago? Mm. GoPros came out, I think. It's harder. I'd say like 2010. It's hard to remember back that, that far. Was, that was sophomore year, so that's the year. That summer is when I broke my leg. Wow. So. They, they, yeah, they, 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 they did not come out yet. How'd you break your leg? Dirt biking. Really? Nice. Yo, I, I, I got in an accident probably three years ago, something like that. I was riding, I was riding my moped, right? Like just through the streets again. And I get to this roundabout. And oh and if you know anything about Keen, they don't clean up the sand and the dirt like that gets up underneath people's cars when it's starting to like the winter has ended, the spring has arrived. And when the spring arrives, the dirt just floods the streets. And so when that happens, it's like if you're a motorcyclist or a scooterist or whatever it is, it's like you all bets are off. It's like you need to be paying attention. And this one time I was entering into a roundabout and I wasn't paying attention. And I I see this patch of sand. I'm like, "Ah." you know, my back brakes aren't working that well. 
and I had like just touched the front brakes a little bit and I flipped the entire bike, me bike, just completely front flipped and landed inside this roundabout heel first knees, like just slid forever. It seemed like see two, two wheels just ain't the answer, man. It was crazy, bro. If you had a GoPro, it would have been epic. I know. I know you're right. (laughs) When it first happened, like, I was trying to catch, like, so my buddy Kyle was on his 175, and I was on a 125. And I was trying to, like, so we were driving back from the trails to his house. So, like, he's he's blasting ahead of me. He's he's the one that owned both the dirt bikes. He's gone. I'm trying to catch up. And that's when I lost control smashed the curb and flew into the tree. He didn't show up for like 15 minutes, dude. I'm just sitting there like, like if I had a GoPro, I would have all that footage and he was like in agony by myself. Bro, my buddy like zoomed in front of me on that day. He was gone. And then he finally realized that I wasn't in front of him or behind him rather. So he turned around or whatever. And the craziest part about that story was this. What's interesting is that your adrenaline, like, I don't know if you experienced this or not, Jared, but when oh, that happens, your adrenaline's like so high, you're like, I'm not hurt. I'm not hurt. Just got to fix the bike. It's like, uh, and by the time it happened, here's the funniest part. So the guy that saw the accident that was behind me, long story short, he knew my grandfather and I didn't know this yet, but he had worked with my grandfather years and years ago. So when he saw me get in the accident, he got out of the car and was like, oh, my God, are you okay? Are you okay? And then he goes, do you want me to call the police? I says, and I was so upset at that, just that little comment because my adrenaline's like skyrocketing. I'm like, why would you call the police? I just crashed my own bike. There's no reason for you to call the police. (laughs) The roundabout. In front of the hospital in Keene. <laughs> yeah, legit. It was like. Uh, no, no, you're fine. I was just like, I was dumbfounded by the comment. Like, are you serious? <laughs> and and later. Yeah, I know, I know. But when he, my adrenaline was just like. Driving by and laughing at you. Yeah, my dad showed up a little while later. He was like not impressed. <laughs> but anyway, continue. What were you? What were you gonna say, Jared? So you said like I mean I remember being in shock. Like I was definitely in shock when I when my accident happened because yeah I tried I tried walking back to my buddy's house when he finally came back to turn around me and like my leg wasn't even attached to itself oh. and I like had no idea what was going on. And then comes the most embarrassing thing, like the paramedics show up, and to like reset the leg, they have to cut off everything except they patch up my boxers in the middle of the road. Oh. And I was like, oh, you have to be kidding me. Of course, like 16 years old, I'm like, this is the most embarrassing public thing that could ever happen to me. Hey, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Cleaver, you ever been in a bad accident? Mm, like, physically? No. No. Mental bad accident, like <laughs> like atomic brain farts or something. Yeah, man. Hey, yo. Like at work, pulling up back, but I never broke any bones. I yo. Have you ever had a bad accident where a vehicle was damaged? Oh, uh, now we're just gonna walk away from that one. All right. No, I did. It was an E30. Oh, yeah, an E30? Wait, what? Yeah. I didn't know you were in an accident with an E30. Yeah, going down 128 in the rain. That's a dope car. That's, that that sounds like just an amazing plan in a 30-year-old two-door coupe. Yeah, with no airbags. No airbags? Yeah. Yo, you know what's crazy? I wasn't even going that fast. It was probably like 30 miles an hour. But it just happened to be rain, and I was in the passing lane, mm. and nowhere to go. So mm. it's either I tried to hit the guardrail to slow myself down, did not happen really. It touched the fender like this much, and I ended up destroying the quarter of the other car. Uh. 
Yo. I almost, I almost left. What, just like, let the scene? <laughs> no, bump that car, I'm at it. Because <laughs> we were both in, the, in the, uh, the passing lane, so it was like, how are we going to get to the, you know, the other side? Like, nobody was stopping, so it was like, so I had to just force myself to, like, possibly get hit on the right side just to get over there. Oh, my so, word. <laughs> It was. It wasn't like it wasn't. You know, at that point, though, at that point, you you sneak you sneak across and you just take the first on ramp, off ramp, and you gone. See you later. Yep. See you later. Bye. She was shook, so I was like, I couldn't just leave and stuff. So, but it wasn't like either of our fault. Somebody short stopped in front of her, and then I didn't see her stop. So, there was there was nothing we could both do. She's like, it was either I hit the guy in front of you or you hit me. So she's like. You know, it was gonna happen regardless. Yeah. And then when I talked to the insurance, her insurance people, was like they didn't even like, no sympathy, no empathy, no nothing. No. Your fault. I was like, oh. bro, you're not even trying to conversate with me. He's like, no, your fault. I'm like, okay, no. bye. Have a nice day. <laughs> Did you tell them it was raining? He didn't care. They don't care. They don't care, Jared. Insurance companies and mass are a scam, bro. They don't care if Bigfoot comes out of retirement to come take an L to your car. They they don't care. <laughs> they do not care. Okay, nice try. Yo, what one of the biggest, craziest days of my life, like just in the last year. I'm driving my Corolla to Brattleboro because I drive to Brattleboro, Vermont every day for work. You know, not anymore. I was telling Cleaver this earlier, but. What in the world? Yeah. Well, it's not that far from me. It's like, Brattleboro is like a half an hour from me, Jared. It's nothing. And I, I was actually, I was actually. Okay, you're, like, you're like up there in the sticks in New Hampshire. Yeah. Well, you've been in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Jared's got binoculars. Like, where are we? Yeah, the real one. They're like, I don't know where we are. You know, you're far away if you ever have like an old road map and you have to flip open twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, I'm on my way to work and it was like, it was snowing, or whatever. And. I get up Chesterfield Hill, which is like huge. And I go down, I start to go down. Four lanes of traffic. Complete 180. Hydroplane. Yo, hydroplane's catchy. 180, Jared. Complete 180, made it back on the road. Somehow got my tires good. And I'm like, and I'm like, God, please help me get there. Please help me get there. Please help me get there. I get to the next hill. The same thing happens again. Two, so, so, two 180s. You're telling me on the same trip, right back to back, you double hydroplane 180. Both times. Wait a minute. Wait, is 180? Wait, 180 is only half, right? Yeah. So you okay, so 360. You, excuse me. You pull the whole 720. In a vehicle. In a vehicle. Tony Hawk would be proud. No, dude. I, I don't care if he's proud. I almost had a heart attack at 23, and it wouldn't have, would not have been good for anybody. It was the single worst thing that ever happened. I was like, how did I survive this? How, literally, how? <laughs> and I went into the other lane. Like, if, the, if traffic had been coming on, I'd be dead right now. We would not be having a podcast. We wouldn't have a friendship. There would be nothing. <laughs> it was so crazy. It was so crazy. I it, Like, traumatizing events. Have you ever had an event, like, so traumatizing that you just question your own existence? Like, how? How did this happen? Oh, dude, there's so many dumb things I've done. I can't even, like, think of them off the top of my head. There's so many dumb things I'm like... But, how did I walk away from this? Right. Right. We've gone over this in podcast, like other podcasts. I was a dumb teenager. No, you were not. Stop oh, it. Yes, I was, who so. what who of us was it? Cleaver, what was your childhood like? Were you a savage? Were you a scallion? Were you a scalawag? What'd you do? She came out the womb chefing. Chefing? Like, <laughs> no, actually I didn't cook at all. You want an omelet? You want an omelet, y'all? I know I'm only no, five. I didn't, I didn't cook till I 
team to pass, honestly. I mean, like, yeah, I didn't really cook even when I lived in New York that much. Where'd you live in New York? Long Island. Oh, okay. I didn't, I didn't know you lived in New York. Hey, what, since when? That didn't happen. 2001 to 2003. Wow. <laughs> CNN called. <laughs> yeah. Yo. I was there for 9 11. It's crazy. Oh, yo, that's wild. What was it? I mean, that's, that's, a, that's a traumatizing event right there, bro. Where were the, you know, the TVs in the classroom? So we like watched the whole thing. Wow. Like, yeah. Like, one of the kids in my class, their dad was there in the building. So, ah. Uh, freaking out and stuff. And it was weird. My uncle, who I lived with, worked close to it but fortunately like they already evacuated his area because he's kind of further out so it's easier for them to be evacuated yo that was was a, it was a crazy it was time weird. it was weird for the next couple of years after that oh my word god absolutely i remember this had to be what we what 2001 you said it was 2000 yeah. so it's like i'm i'm in kindergarten you know and but I can remember as far as back as like ninety seven, and I can just remember being in the classroom, and the TVs were on. Nobody's talking. We were told yeah, we were told to be silent. And then later on, it was like we didn't even finish out the school day. My mother came and picked me up, drove me all the way home. And I was just like, I, I didn't understand at first, but then by the time we got home and the TVs were on, it was like, you got what was happening. Even if yeah, even I, if you were a kid, it was, was like, it was a nightmare. A I was nightmare. in second grade and they threw on the TVs at school. And like, I'm a second grader. I don't really, I can't fathom like what that is. No, it's. They probably like, oh, is this a, is this a movie? Like, oh, Honestly, movie. though. Strange. Like when, you, when you're when you're in a second grade, you what eight years old? You don't understand like tragic news events like that. Do you don't understand no. calamity? No, no. Yeah, I was I was eleven when that happened. But it, what was interesting is that like even even at a young age, I knew something was off. It's like yeah. you didn't just get yeah, take you didn't get taken out of school for nothing or nobody. Yeah, there was a whole mood. There was a whole mood set by teachers, and like the whole premise was just. You can definitely tell someone this off, was off. You just didn't know. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. I honestly don't even remember the rest of that year of like, school, like how it went. Like, I just, I think, I think everybody blanked it out, honestly. Yeah. The only other thing I remember from that year is when I lied to my teacher and told her I was going to work for Phil Collins. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, come on. Are you kidding me? She was like, all right, kid. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> Go pick out your letters, dude. It was like, it was so stupid. I was telling Cameron this the last time we podcasted. It was like, I couldn't believe even at that age that I was lying to my teacher. About <laughs> I was so stupid. And she knew. It was not like she didn't know. She was probably just like, okay, yep. But I'll be supportive. But she was like, oh, really? Really? Wow. You know, like it was so fascinating. <laughs> but uh no man, that was that was a crazy time. Mm. That would that would have been bad. I got beat for that. <laughs> that would have been like I would have been the first person in my family to get expelled from school. Wow. Wow. That was Cam. Oh no, Cam dropped out. Never mind. Cam dropped out? Yeah, Cam dropped out when he was sixteen. Really? Oh yeah. Wow, that's well, I, crazy! I, I, I bar bombed the whole water system. So nice. You mean like a Batman Begins when they poison their water supply? <laughs> it wasn't on purpose. Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, somebody snitched, and they I got called to the office, and I was asked, and they still have the far bomb in my pocket. And I'm like, yeah, can I use the bathroom? Uh, so I take it out the package, which you're not supposed to. And I just flush it, and I see it inflate, and I just walk away. <laughs> Cleaver, why are you walking away from so many situations? That's twice now in this podcast we've heard that story. 
I walked away. I wanted to walk away. <laughs> oh my goodness. As, as I'm walking back to the office, it just smells really bad. Yeah, dude. Oh, you, ever, you ever get a stink bomb thrown at you? Dude, I remember yeah. stink bombs. You could buy them on ice cream truck, though. Yeah. And smoke, the smoke bombs, too. Mm-hmm. Stink bombs, smoke bombs, and the um, the bomb bags. Yeah. yeah. Somebody I am... let, the, kid that, the kid that snitched on me, he let one lose in the school bus. So we had, and it was wintertime, so windows were closed. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cold, man. That's and bad. Literally, literally, and figuratively, that's cold. Rude. It's <laughs> a 20 minute ride, so it's like, sheesh. Wow. I didn't talk to him after that. I got one he thrown lived, at me once. He lived like around the block from me. Like, I see him every day, and I'm like, bro, I want to fight you. <laughs> I want to fight you. Dude, I got beef for that. I got like two week detention. Like, I almost got expelled. Yeah, they didn't play. Dude. Expelled? Yeah, they were trying to expel me. No. Yeah. Wow. That 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 only ever happened to me once. I got in this fight when I was in eighth grade. And uh, I never expected it to happen. I was like, man, you know, this... And because this one kid... This was back in the day. You know, we were friends. We were all buddies. And, you know, we all hung out together, did stupid things together. And, you know, just out of the blue, I think he was just upset. It's right after health class. We're walking back to our lockers. This kid just starts throwing punches at me, throwing, just swinging, like for no reason. I'm like, what is wrong with this kid? Kept going and going and going. And, of course, I kept getting angrier and angrier. And I told him to stop. I said, you need to stop. You need to stop. And he didn't stop. And we got in a, and we got in this huge fist fight. And you know, back in the day, it, it didn't last too long. You know, uh, it's not like the teachers were around, but when they came around, it was they were on you. And uh, eventually, like I threw this kid up against the locker. I felt like John Jones, Jared. <laughs> I come out of nowhere with with the side knee or something like that. It it was crazy. And uh, next thing you know, this kid ends up in the hospital. And uh, I almost got banned from going on the D.C. trip that year. And it, it was only by the grace of my teachers who knew, had the whole story and had knew my reputation that I was not a bad person and that this kid was just as bad as all the other rotten ones. And so he had a reputation. And so when you have that reputation <clears throat> and uh, you know, your name comes up in the system or whatever, they already got your number. Oh yeah, they, they, they know who you are. It was a wrap. I mean, I, I got, I got a couple days in school suspension and they, they like I got three days of in school suspension, and they took one day away because they knew. They know they knew the whole story. And uh, I went on the DC trip. The principal granted me to go, and it, it was it was a blast. I had a good time. That's pretty legit. I wasn't allowed to go on a DC trip. You weren't allowed. Nah. What happened? My parents wouldn't let me. Your parents wouldn't let you. Yeah. No. They're like, they're like, our son's not a scholar. He doesn't need to go on the DC trip. <laughs> it is, bro. And now, it, now more than ever. I mean, it, we've had this conversation a thousand times. It's like there's there's nothing going on that's interesting anymore. There really isn't. It's like you know, unless you're the valedictorian and you progressively learn and learn and learn and learn and learn. It's all the same stuff. And it's math that you don't even need. It's like, it's ridiculous areas that come from out of nowhere. Ridiculous. <laughs> Yo, you can't show that on camera. We're going to get kicked off the internet. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, hold on. Yo, Sam, I have to ask you. Are, are, is this, are you um, video recording this podcast or just audio? I am only audio right now. Thank God. Yeah. But, uh, you know, eventually... Man, I'm trying to really get this thing lifted off the ground. I would love to do. Yo, you need to start recording on Twitch and then posting to YouTube. 
I don't know how to do that. You're going to have to walk me through that process because I, I don't know how to do any no of that idea. stuff. Yeah, but there's a couple of podcasts where I listen to where they'll record on Twitch so that, and then they'll post to YouTube so they can post to post pod, uh, platforms. Well, I'm supposed to be doing this podcast with my boy Abram um, called Music Mondays. Uh, we haven't settled on that name yet, obviously, but it's going to be dope. Uh, him and I have... Uh, made this thing where we're going to review albums. I and, have a name for you. And uh, really, you got a name. Yep. Okay, I'm listening. Yep. I'm listening. Monday vibes. That's a good one. I like that. I don't uh, mind it. Because Monday vibes are a whole mood. Yeah, man. Mondays are uh, Mondays are hard, bro. And then you can have moody Tuesdays. What? <laughs> We're only doing the podcast one day a week. <laughs> I just do what Bill Burr does. Call it the Monday morning podcast. I don't know. Both on Monday and Thursday. Please don't bother me. Don't, come on. Leave me alone with Bill Burr. I don't care. I whoa, really don't whoa, care. Whoa. Bill, Bill Burr is hysterical. <sighs> I love that man. I wish I could agree. I really do. But, you know, I... It's just because he's from, he's from the Boston area. No, that's not what I'm saying. I don't care where he's from. <laughs> I'm just I'm I have a very specific sense of humor. If you do an impression of me, I'm interested. It's like if you make a fart noise, I'm interested. And like other than other than I love this human. Yeah, I, I could see why people do. And some of it some of it's okay. I'm not saying he's bad. But anyway. Um I always wanted to ask you. So I think we've kind of discussed this a little bit. But, well, yeah, either one of you, either one of you, when you're around certain people as either extroverts or introverts, does it elevate your mood in any way? Like, does it make you want to uh, be more around people? Because I have a friend of mine and uh, he's been on the show before and when he gets around a certain group of people, his mood just skyrockets and he's ready to go. Does that affect you guys in any way? So, so, <laughs> so, me and Cleveland have this connection where every time we hang out, it's, just, it's always a good time. We feed off, we feed off each other. Yeah. Like most of the time, like if I'm in a bad mood and someone invites me out to do, or if like, I go out to hang out with a group of people, I'm still in a bad mood because I still know there's a situation. Like it doesn't. I people don't really affect how my mood. In in, in most in most situations, like yeah. I said, it's been real Me and Cleveland have a pretty unique connection. But most of the time, I mean, I'll I'll like if I'm having a bad day. If I'm having a bad day, I'll hit people up to hang out to try and get my mind off of things. But yeah, my mood's there. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Like deep down inside, when all is said and done, you're still going back to that situation, and you're gonna like the mood is still there. In my opinion, I mean that's just how it is for me. Mm. Like you do stuff, you do stuff to try and take your mind off of it, but it's still there. Can I tell y'all something? Yeah. I, I still don't know what uh, introvert and whatever other vert. All I know is convertible. That's all. So, <laughs> Did you just did you just name a style of a car on the podcast? What are we talking about? <laughs> so, if I could invest some knowledge upon you, enlighten us, please. Knowledge is power, Sam. Introverted. Introverted means you're very, uh, kind of closed off to uh, being around certain people who have uh, a very exciting tone about them so say somebody wants to party and like get hey. as many people as they can get as many people as they can and come over yeah come over come over we'll do this 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 we'll set off fireworks we'll jump off the roof into a hammock and see what happens introverted people are not interested in anything that you're talking about at all they'd rather stay home and watch tv Maybe play some video games over Discord, you know, just do whatever it is that they do by themselves. So, like TJ Kyle? Only hanging out with certain people once in a while. Oh, God. What's Jared sharing the screen? 
on the call. Okay. Oh, I will read this definition then. Let's see. Typically, introverts tend to enjoy more time to themselves and are very aware of their internal thoughts and recharge more in solitude. Extroverts, like myself, can be just the opposite. Extroverts are often more outspoken, outgoing, and absolutely love being around their people, which is absolutely 100% true. You see, I feel like those definitions because I feel like I'm in the middle of those. Really? Yeah, I've definitely fallen somewhere in the middle. <laughs> What's Gleamer doing? <laughs> he's identifying himself He's as, touching his head like it's a mystical bell. I'm, you know, I'm a middle like, Yeah, I'm definitely an intro extrovert if there's such a thing. Well, that's the but, beauty you know, about... I love, I, love, I love me time. Yeah, sure. And I'm, a, I'm aware of my internal thoughts. I struggle with my internal thoughts. battle myself all the time. Please. I also, I also love... I'm, very, as you know, Sam, I'm a very outgoing, and Creeper too, I'm a very outgoing, outspoken person and love being around people. Yes. Like, I don't know. I feel like I feel like the whole introvert-extrovert thing is just defining people too much because everyone, well, can be, everyone can be an introvert or an extrovert at a specific time. Oh, for sure. But that's the beauty about the personality types. Like... There, there are so many. There's INFP. There's INTJ. There's ESFP. What's he doing? Is he walking away? Jared's leaving. <laughs> He's left the podcast. He has closed his mind off to this podcast. The only reason I'm saying what I'm saying is that he like, went to get more beer. Oh yeah, I know he did. He, he's, he's a savage. One time I saw someone post like those letters, and I was like, "What the heck does that even mean?" So yeah. I looked it up, and I was like, it defined me as, like, when I looked at all the, like, what each thing means, I was like an INFJ. I think I was INFJ. Hmm. I was like, but that's not me all the time, every day. Like, that's just right. specifically, I don't know. Things can I, change. I like it's impossible to define people with so many different moods and attitudes and emotions. You can't just throw yourself in. You can't define yourself like that. Because once you, I posted this, I said something this the other day. I was like, once you define yourself like that, you, you. Don't allow yourself to be open to change. Please excuse me. Uh-oh. Sorry, somebody was interrupting. Um, I'll so give. Once, once you throw a definition on yourself like that, you really aren't allowing any change to happen to your life. No, so I agree. I'm, I'm I agree. Not, I'm definitely not open to the whole idea of being introverted, extroverted, or whatever the letter system is. Okay. I don't like. That's just, just me personally. Well, no, I was just going to say, I'll give you an example of how that's true, Jared. Is that because because there are quite a few people that do change and adapt to their circumstances, situations, you know, anything that you could think of. One of my best friends in the universe, James Jibo, Jibo Nation, 100%, is the definition of this kind of change. He was very, very introverted. He did not want to see anybody. He wanted to spend time with specific people. Uh, and he had his own little schedule going. He just wasn't comfortable. Um, fast forward to a few years, in his teen years, you know, 17, 18, he starts hanging out with me more. We become best friends. And now he loves going to see people, hanging out. You know, he's kind of blossomed and, and done different things. You know, not to say that he doesn't enjoy his alone time because he does, but you do develop a sort of comfortability with, you know, uh, adapting and change, meeting different people, you know, uh, accepting certain things. It's like you just you adapt as a human being and as an adult. Things change. Yeah. You know, then we all change. When you first when you first mentioned like introvert and extrovert, Quebert mentioned TJ. Yeah. But you. We had TJ on the podcast, mm-hmm. the, the most outgoing person. Yeah. Every time, every time I like, I have gotten him out in public. He's the friendliest guy. We'll talk about anything. So I, that's why I just feel like that once you throw that label of being introverted or extroverted, you're literally not allowing someone to be the other, which mm. they can be though. Yeah. No, they for sure they can. For sure they can. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I. God, I, I can't tell you how much I enjoy my time at home. Like, 
you know, I do enjoy going out and driving places and doing things and, you know, partying, whatever it is. But, you know, it gets to a point where it's like, you want to just sit in your chair. <laughs> I mean, Jared, you've seen my chair. I sit in that thing every no, single that, day. That's not a chair, dude. That's a throne. Uh, it's, it's, I'm planted there. The end of my night, which is right now, I'm planted. And it's, it's, it's just a moment for me to collect my thoughts, really. You know, you ever have that place? Where you collect your thoughts, you just go out to like the oh, yeah. ocean or something like that. I mean, it's. Oh, yeah. I need something like that. I think everybody does. Oh, yeah. Well, like every now and then, people, like, I'll have people, like, they'll check, on my, check up on me and be like, yo, I haven't seen you on Snap or I haven't seen you post anything. Like, we haven't heard from you lately. And I'm like, it's not just, it's not that I'm being like secluded, introverted. I'm just like, right. on the grind. Like, I'm, I'm out here doing me, yeah. trying to get what I need to get done. And it's just, I don't really have the time to do both. And I'm not secluding myself or anything like that. Right. Right. But that that's where people have tried, like, almost labeled me as an introvert when I really wasn't. I was just grinding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like these labels didn't exist when I was, in early, like, in my early 20s. No. Oh, God, no. Absolutely not. I mean, because we were, we were savages. You know, we did anything that we wanted. You know, and I'm sure Kleber felt the same way, even like before he had kids or whatever. Like things change as you become an adult. I mean, I'm I'm sure that like, well, I ask you that same question. Do you feel that things have changed significantly since you've become like a family man and sort of done your your own your own thing right now? Um. Yeah. Like. In a social way, yeah. Like friends wise, I've lost so many friends. Yeah. To take it, and it's like it's not even just because of that. It's just everybody took their own different paths, and yeah, you know that. And then even what other versions of the social change, I guess mental, definitely. You know, emotionally. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing bad or anything. It's just development. I guess you could say. Yeah, they went on a different road. They had a different yeah. path. Yeah, everything developed differently. So you have to adapt to the new normal. You know, this is every day now. I wake up. This is it. And there's no going back. <laughs> you know? There's really not. It's like. And you- and even not like obviously Kubert's a married family right now, but like yeah. even if you took that out, I took that out of the equation, like over time your interests change, mm-hmm. what you're into, what your friends into change. So obviously once those things change, you're not gonna have the same level of friendship with them, or may not even be friends anymore. Yeah, just mm-hmm. time, time and change go hand in hand. Except for you and me, brother, we're still crushing it. It's funny though. I think about stuff like that. I'm like, man, I was such a, and even still, I get that way. I, I was such a angry and triggered person as a youth. Like it, my teens, I was so mad at the world and myself, and like just stuff that I couldn't do. Angsty, angsty man. It's like, what, what you know? What's wrong with me? Why can't I accomplish this? Why can't I get through that? You know why? Why can't I be a better son, a better friend, a better man? It's like it's just all the stuff that runs through your brain, and it just doesn't matter. It's like you get older. It's like everyone's trying to get to that same goal. They're trying to get to, you know, uh, what matters most to them, and you know it's. It's crazy to think how much wasted time that I had just with that negativity when I could have been spending it, you know, with doing something like this, which has been awesome. Just like having normal conversations with normal people and great Can you imagine friends. if you had a podcast going for 10 years? Can you imagine? Can you imagine? Sheesh. Super hot fire. One of my one of my favorite podcasts just ended today. Like it was the last episode. 
Dude, that's always a tragic Crushed thing. me. Yeah. It's not, I've, never, I've never watched the podcast. Well, it, mm-hmm. it just uh, it ended. Especially, yeah. especially like car-related ones. I know that's something that we're into. Like I'll see them and I just, you know, just don't watch them. Yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to get into. Like, Jared and I were talking about uh, IPAs earlier. Like, I I was never an IPA drinker. Never. It was so gross in my I mind. And, you know, it's it's not everybody's thing. You just, you you know, your, your palate adapts later on in life. But, you Sister's know. Island or bus. Yeah, I agree. 100%. <laughs> Jared, it's all your fault, bro. I love that stuff now. I swear to God, I've started a, like a whole revolution of people in my friend group drinking them, and then it's just expanded. Yeah, one hundred percent. I literally went to the store, and they're like, "He's sold out." I'm like, "What are you talking about? Go back there and look." They go back there and look. There's an entire case there waiting for me. Buy the whole case. <laughs> I wanted to. That stuff's expensive, dog. For uh, a four pack. Yeah, I agree. And then I bought this Italian uh, lemonade that wasn't nearly as good. I know the one you're talking about, and they use limoncello instead of whiskey. Yeah. And it's just, it's, eh. Well, they know. they ran out of Fisher, so I was like, okay, well, uh, let me try this. Uh, <laughs> and of course, I'm going to drink it. I'm not going to waste money, but it was just like, okay, not the same. <laughs> just get a couple of fireball nips and you'll be good. Incorrect. Facts, bro. My, my fireball phase ended before I even turned 21. Come on, please. She's so beats. My sister bought me a fireball and coke when I turned 21. That's not fireball and coke? It's, it was mad good, bro. At the time. Okay, you, take, you take on the rocks, mix fireball with Dr. Miguel Cuddy's. Unreal. Which one? I, Fire and ice. Fire menthol. and ice. The, the menthol one. You mix the fire and ice with the menthol? So you make the, no, you mix the fireball with the Dr. McGillicuddy's menthol. And it's unreal. Fire and ice. What does it taste like? It's fire and ice. That doesn't explain anything, Jared. <laughs> you can't just say fire and ice and expect my brain to function and be like, oh, yeah, right. The fireball is warm and soothing. The McGillicuddy's is like mentally and refreshing and i don't know what you would call that combination i just call it fire and ice bro when i went to so, like hot sauce and mint <laughs> hot sauce hot sauce is spicy fireball cinnamon yeah it's a little bit different bro so the first uh, I'm, just, I'm just saying don't knock it till you try it uh, no i'm not knocking i i agree with you i, I trust you 100 percent. i went uh i went over to uh the hangar in amherst which is like one of my favorite spots of all time. The drinks were so cheap and, you know, the food's awesome. And I ordered uh, a McGillicuddy's menthol on the rocks. It was like a double. And the guy was like, wow. And I was like, what, what's the matter? Everything okay? He goes, you're brave. I'm like, what? <laughs> what does that mean you're brave? <laughs> well, I'm just saying you're brave for a double. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jared, how have we not talked about this? So, the woman okay so a while back with the first podcast that we ever did at this house okay with jared cameron and ethan uh after after we go over to uh this place called main crust cleaver and we're we're chopping it up you know blah 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 saying ridiculous things and i happened to say this one particular sentence that was just out of this world ridiculous and a friend of mine's mother happened to walk by at the exact moment <laughs> that i was saying this thing and thankfully she didn't hear what i said and she was just like oh sam good to see you blah 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 i just ran into her in the store jerry <laughs> the other day <laughs> and she recognized me with my mask on with the mask on, hey Sam, I'm like, oh my word, what is this woman tracking me? Maybe she has a crush. I have a stalker. Well, yeah, come on. 
Somebody <laughs> had to get a little excitement during quarantine. Yeah, right, man. I feel like there's way too many people getting ex- there's way too many people getting excited and engaged during quarantine that it's like you need y'all need to slow your roll. Yeah, man. It's rough. It's rough. Everybody people, wants to be in contact with each other. People are rushing in I I don't know. I mean there's certain people that are like I get it, y'all been dating a while and get engaged. <laughs> but there's other people that are like you have not been dating long. No. What are you doing? What? Just wait it out. Three months? Like three months? What? <laughs> like, so, so Romeo and Sarah, I get it. Like, they've been together for a hot minute. Cam and Takoa, been together a hot minute. Good for them. Like, like it's about time. But then there's other people. I'm like, come on. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like stupid. now? Really? In quarantine? You really want to make that choice? It doesn't make any uh, yeah, sense. I don't, I, I don't know. You know what, bro? It, it's it's the fact that I don't think anyone really knows what to do, so they come to make these rash decisions. Because we've never been in this situation before. Nope. Nope. But we never so why have. Would make, why would you make such a rash, lifelong decision? Because they're, they're humans, man. They they just they. I know. I don't. I don't know. I they, just feel like we're more logical than most. We should be, yeah, man. It's like, but it's like when we when we question what we don't understand, you kind of just shoot. You just yeah. shoot from the we're hip logical, with instinct. We're logical, but impulsive at the same time. Yeah, we're all oh my word, and it's it's so hard to make decisions. It is. It's the worst. It Anyway, all right, ladies and gentlemen and friends and savages, I'm going to end the podcast right there. I love y'all. We calling it a night? We're calling it a night, my friend. I, yeah. I, I, I got to end this. If I don't get up at, at work for four in the morning, I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> I, yeah, man. Unfortunately, that's uh, that's what time I got. UPS, bro. I'll be bed right around then, so. I'll say hi to you. Gosh. Um, Keep in mind, everybody, uh, write a review, rate the podcast, go check out um, anything and everything you can, especially do your research about this virus. I know it's kind of tough right now and people don't really know what to do, but just be safe, be good, be cool, be careful. you know, and drink lots of water. And drink lots of water. It clears out the toxins in that body, I'm telling y'all. OJ2, got to keep that vitamin C up. OJ2, <laughs> vitamin C. Take care of the kids, right, Junior? Right, Kai? Right. For anyone who doesn't know, Kai is Cleaver's baby. That's right. Taking over him and-, and he's scratching himself right now, which is interesting. <laughs> <laughs> he's trying to find that buried treasure. Like... <laughs> Peace out, y'all. Love you, Jared. Thanks for coming on the show. Kleber, you're the best. All right. We're gone.